de la monde avec Man Bites God, je m'appelle James. Ah, je m'appelle Mark. Je m'appelle Christopher. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't mind, we'll, we'll continue in English because Chris is already struggling with his own name. Hey, hey, here's a tip. Yeah. In French, yes. Chris yes. is Chris. Oh. <laughs> because it's your name, doesn't matter. Do you know what oh. your name is in Swahili? It's Chris. In, uh, in Italian, it's, it's Bob. <laughs> Do we want to start again? Uh, no! <laughs> I'm not doing all that again. Are you mad? Hi, uh, Heroes. Hello. Uh, uh, yeah, it's Heroes. heroes. The, the thing, the podcast that we're doing, the thing. We have a theme. Hello. Hello. Heroes. <laughs> uh, uh, we should start with fact bombs. Yeah. Fact, fact bombs, fact bombs. Mark's, Mark's got, got a fact, fact bombs. bombs. These are fresh from the Ooh. internet. Mm -hmm. Fact bombs. On the 27th of February, 1936, a boy <laughs> was born in a small town in Victoria. Ooh. When he was just five years old, his father was killed in Tobruk during oh. the war. Huh. That boy grew up to be Ron Barassi. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I don't know a lot about sports ball or whatever he yeah, plays. Yeah, right. Um, It's called foot kick. <laughs> Australian rules foot kick. Yes. Uh, but he played for various teams and and was, uh, I believe, good at football. Was he good at football? He had a moustache. He had a moustache. He uh, played principally, I believe, for the Melbourne Demons. Yes. I did know that, I think. And I believe went on to coach them. He did. He co Well, he coached North Melbourne. And while he was coaching North Melbourne, this is where this is where it becomes the hero story. Oh, good! Because while coaching North Melbourne, he survived a car crash, which caused life-threatening injuries and resulted in the loss of his spleen. Oh my goodness! Found um, it years later behind <laughs> the couch. He owned a pub. Oh, that's a, now he's a hero. Now <laughs> I get it. He's a pub. He, oh, a pub. he took all his foot kick money and he bought a pub. <laughs> And it, like when he was 70, for his 70th birthday, he did a trek of the Kokoda Trail in Papua New Guinea. Mm. And Doesn't on sorry. New Year's Eve, this is when he becomes a real hero. Yes. On New Year's Eve in 2008, when he went to the aid of a young woman who was being assaulted on the street, he went and just stepped in and took a beating so this woman could get away. That was nice. That's, that is genuinely heroic. It is. What a hero. What a hero. Fact bombs. Fact bombs. I'm not questioning that. <laughs> it just seems like out of all of the things in human history, out of all the people in human history mm. that you could have chosen as your focus for an heroic fact bombs expose, mm. why did you choose Ron Barassi? Because I have an anecdote. Ah. Ah. Mark's anecdote. Mark's anecdote. Mark's segue. got a Mark's anecdote. <laughs> 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 Um, I'm totally fed him. That was great. 
Now, um, so Ron Barassi established he's some kind of superhuman hero, like like yes. like surviving car accidents. Has no spleen. The man has no spleen. He's yes. like a spleenless Batman. Yeah. He's what I think seventy eight or something now. Yeah. Um, right. So I have a friend, and her name is Kelly, and she was driving her car along uh, a highway. Yeah. And it just suddenly broke down. I'm not sure. The of highway. The- no, the car. Oh, I'm not God. sure of the details, Help but, him. Uh, but Help something, him. it stopped. The, just, the car just stopped. Yeah. It stopped working yeah. in the middle of the highway. Yeah. And people were beeping her and she was getting very stressed out about it. Sure. Um, because it's a stressful thing when your car stops working. And even more stressful when it's on a highway. Yes. And people were coming up behind her and beeping and then trying to get around her because it was peak hour. And then all of a sudden this car pulls up behind her and stops and this guy gets out, Ooh. and she's thinking, "Shit, this road is, rage. This is this is bad. Yep. This is bad." The guy was Ron Barassi. Hey, spleenless legend, Ron <laughs> Barassi. <laughs> this is Ron Barassi, who at this time would have been in his seventies. Yeah, yeah. Um, who then said, "Right, I'm going to push your car <laughs> off the road." Sure. <laughs> Kel went. Okay, and so Ron left his car in the. This is in the right-hand lane of yeah. the highway, yeah. and and Ron Barassi single-handedly pushed her car off the road, <laughs> and then flew off. Yeah, <laughs> but what a guy! Um, in his that car, is, that's that's very impressive. That's what good. a guy! Uh, what and a nice and man. and did he? Uh, he two questions. Mm. Was Kelly in it? Yeah, because she had to steer it. Yeah, someone had to steer it. But she wasn't like you know you can steer it kind of like. Yeah, yeah, no. She sat in the car and she steered it. And Ron Barassi single-handedly pushed 78 it. 78-year-old Ron Barassi pushed yep. her car out of danger. Yep. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And, 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 he, and he went on his way. Gave her 20 w- bucks. <laughs> <laughs> had, a, had a quick game of kickfoot. <laughs> or whatever we called it. <laughs> and then said, you were in my way. I have to get you out of the way. <laughs> but what a guy! No, that's, that that is a guy. Very, and like, and when he, cool. and when he got when he when he got the sh- when he took that beating to save that woman in St Kilda, that he was like seventy six. Yeah, that is that is impressive. My but dad's you, seventy and he loses his car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Ron Barassi finds it yeah. <laughs> yeah, and pushes it away. They're the it's orig- a constant struggle. <laughs> They're the original odd couple. <laughs> Mark's dad and Ron Barassi. New sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> but did you know that there is a there is an organisation that is real life superheroes? It's called RLSH. If you want to look it up on the okay. on the internet. Wait, wait, is this? No, it's not. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good, I think. I don't know. Fine. Is is it it no bird? theme song for you. Is it a plane? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I met a guy in um, in Seattle a couple of years ago who mm. was doing a documentary um, called Citizen Heroes. Um, about these guys who basically go and perform heroic functions in cities. And this one was in particular in Seattle. It's a guy called um, Phoenix Jones. Um, what a cool and name. Yeah, cool Phoenix name. Jones is cool. He wears a suit. Like, he, he's literally full-on superhero. He's not just a, a helpful Oh, so Phoenix Jones is his superhero name. Yes, yep. that's, his, that's right. his superhero name. And what does his suit look like? Is it like a phoenix? Is he on fire? Uh, no, it's it's kind of purple and gold, I think, from memory. He should um, be on fire. But he has a mask, so you can't identify him. Yeah, of course. So that's important. Yes, yeah, a secret um, identity kept in And tech. he is the leader of the Rain City superhero movement, which is Seattle. Um, 
and what are, he would what are, what do organized superheroes do? Okay, Chris? so what they do is they 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 do a range of things. Mm. One of the main things they do is go and help homeless people. Oh, um, so yeah, but the other th- but he apparently has also made over 130 arrests. Like he's actually apprehended people and taken them to the police. Citizens arrests. Yeah, essentially. So um, there is an organisation that uh, what is he Rob Rassi might be interested in joining. <laughs> I think uh, he should. What does we'll he arrest people for? Well, he apprehends people and, and takes them to police. Now, most of the time, probably what he's doing is, I don't know, ch- chasing a, a, a purse snatcher and then... <laughs> And literally escorting that person. We're away. not. We're not in the fifties, Chris. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Oh no! Apparently, he did he? One of the things he does. So he he carries an arsenal of uh, non-lethal weaponry, um, which what includes is pepper spray. Yes. A stun baton. I don't know what a stun baton is. Bit of lead pipe. Right. I think yeah. <laughs> a ballistic vest. Because obviously he's putting himself in danger, so yeah. it's probably yeah. worthwhile. He hits people with it. Um, <laughs> and a ballistic shield. Yeah, like he's Captain got in America. He's yeah. got a black and gold suit, and his wife is also a superhero. What's her name? I can't remember actually. Parrot Jones. Yeah, no, I can't remember. But um, yeah, I, d- I would I recommend trying so- sourcing that citizens he- citizen heroes movie because it's quite interesting. I'll yep. be honest with you, and purely from a legal point of view, especially in America, which is yes. legendarily a very litigious country, mm. um, apprehending someone and forcibly detaining someone against their will. Boy, that's a blurry line. Well, yeah. again, that's probably partially why they do it with the suits on, so they can be illegal. I mean, what they, they this is this is the scene, right? This would to me is the scene. Ah, I'm the Phoenix Jones, and here's a perp. Uh, it was short for perpetrator, and uh, here you go. He was stealing a purse, and I caught him. Ah, mm. uh, um, well, you've you, you've held him uh, against his will uh, with no probable cause. Oh, but I found the purse in his. Pocket, enormous pockets. How did you search his pockets? Oh, well, I just did. I held him down and searched it because I hit him with my stun baton. <laughs> well, you weren't allowed to do that. It's not It's not a legal search. You didn't really have And you're not a, a law official and there was no you know, sort of uh, uh, due process. So we'll just let him go. My work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> the yes, I'm yeah. not sure how well, legalities I, I, I work. Take, I take a lot of that stuff. I think helping homeless people, no problem with that. Yes. I also would, would uh, bunch in the people who dress up as superheroes and go to children's hospitals yes. and entertain and kind of get the kids involved. Yes. In, in the, you know, the Captain Starlight. Come and help me. No problem with that. That, to me, seems like a good use of the superhero franchise. Just kind of going it alone. Yeah, well, I think, it's, I think because you are establishing this anonymity, you kind of are going to get those guys who think they are able to scale a building and save someone from a, you know, from a fire or something rather than... Um, and then some who are just trying to help out. If you fail, yes. you look stupid. Yeah. If you succeed, the police hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> um, oh, God, I wish I didn't do this. You remember, I remember a couple of podcasts ago, um, Mark... Did uh, uh, eleven secret herbs and spices? Oh, <laughs> yes, and it was just like an interminable list of goo. I do remember. This is worse. Okay, ladies oh. and gentlemen, James's list of things. James's list of things. James's list of things. James has got some things to list. Hero edition. Oh God! All right, strap in. Mm-hmm. Ten pieces of dialogue from my new movie, 
The Shark Knight. <laughs> Batman versus Jaws. If we write this, we will make billions of dollars. The Shark Knight. One, we're going to need a bigger bat. <laughs> Nine oh, more. That's one. <laughs> that's the best. I started, the be- I started strong. Two, Batman. More like bait, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to play Batman in this uh, franchise? Uh, 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 Jason Roy- Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> Gold. Oh. Uh, perfect. Three, well done, old chum. Oh, God. Huh? Four. Why so selichmorphia? <laughs> it's a shark term. Look it up. Right. Five. The sea is always sharkest just before the dawn. <laughs> That's halfway. <laughs> Six. <laughs> to the bat poles. The bat fishing poles, that is. Here's the problem. Here's the fucking problem. You start with a reasonably solid idea like the yeah. shark night and then you get to about six and you go, four more. Yep. <laughs> Seven. The penguin was just a red herring. It's what the shark wants us to think. <laughs> red herring. Thanks. <laughs> Eight. It has me by the cape. No, my cape, not the cape. The my cape. It has me by the cape. Uh, Everybody, seen the error of my ways. I will never do this again. Yeah, it's harder. <laughs> it's hard being on the other end, isn't it? Nine. Dialogue from the movie The Shark Knight. Batman versus Jaws. Nine. Mistletoe is deadly if you eat it, but a nose is deadlier if you punch it. And <laughs> what? <laughs> that's that's a Batman Returns joke. And finally. Uh, I have no tenth one, but as a bonus, would you like to hear the theme song <laughs> to the Shark Knight? Sure. Yes, please. Batman versus Jaws. Goes like this. Ready? Shark Jaws. Shark Jaws. Just things. Oh, fuck you! I was I was minutes on that. I was um, wondering if maybe Will Arnett could play the uh, shark Batman as well. Uh, Arnett. Arnett. Net. I see. Arnett. He's yeah. Arnett. Mm. That's all I'm saying. It's clever. That's good. That actually, that really deflected from me. So thanks. That's all right. Thanks for taking the bullet. <sighs> anyway, heroes, eh? Mm. The bright new ideas are electric. I'm going to do a website. Yay. Yeah. They've got a good segment. Chris's, Chris's website. I added to it. Um, okay. This is just a special um, hero uh, ed- edition. It's not really a website because it's YouTube again. Um, but Heard you of need YouTube. to go to YouTube and search for Super Awesome Buddy Squad, uh, which is one of the, the funniest superhero satires. Sure, it's a short film. Um, that you will ever watch. So, go and enjoy that. <laughs> also... What do we search <coughs> for again? Oh, YouTube. YouTube. And then type Super in... Super Awesome Buddy Squad. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. Very funny. And the other one is SuperheroNameGeneratorFun.com which generates a name and some skills for you. So, my superhero name is The Ruby Beast. Apparently, I was given an ancient African fetish mask as a gift, 
but it turned out to have unexpected powers. Uh, now, whenever I don the mask, I gain the mask abilities and can fight crime with the mask. So like the mask? Yeah, pretty much like the mask. Um, and uh, I have animal control. I can bring any animal under my control. Like Tarzan. Like Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> Dr. Doolittle. Yep. Your Dr. So Do mask. Go to that website and find you out You could be Dr. Do Less. That's a better name. <laughs> <laughs> did you do mm. us? I was going... Uh, like, I did do you, but it was boring. Oh. So <laughs> Sorry. Like, <laughs> je m'excuse. Like, go and, go and check it out yourself. I don't know whether I can... I don't know. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Do it yourself. No, no, no. Do it yourself. Chris's no, I mean, do it yourself segment. <laughs> I mean, I'm in your segments... Your your superhero uh, names were boring. That's why I went. Oh fuck it! Don't worry about DIY it. DIY with Crystal. <laughs> oh, we're sorry we brought it up. Also, <laughs> sorry we sorry we infused it into the show. Oh, did at any point you go? Oh, maybe I'll do something else then. Maybe I'll bring something else along. So the other thing I every can't. every podcast is like a little kid with a with a poo in his hand going I guess this is my homework teach <laughs> the big steamy poo <laughs> oh it's a bit boring oh well I'll bring something else no I just tell them about it I just tell them it's a bit boring oh the magic of podcasting they'll really be able to see that at home oh shit. <laughs> Even know what happened then. <laughs> James went on a rant. It was so long. I can't remember what we were doing before that. So many your names. <laughs> so, um, there is also a a weird Marvel website where you can order an action figure on the internet that is a mashup of all of their action figures. Like you that literally mash it up cool. together yourself. You can pick all of the different superheroes and just create an action figure out of different parts from action. Oh, that's fucking sweet. It's crazy. Yeah. How does it work? Like, as in, uh, I don't get it though. Like, like so, Hulk arms mm-hmm. on a Captain America body. Yeah, but like, are the Hulk arms green or does it kind of match? No, it's literally just Hulk just arms. Hulk arms. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, because that sounds like it almost like a, a new power. There's a um, there's a DC um. Superhero, and I don't know who it is. Uh, I can't remember his name. He's a very, very in the ba- in the you know in the in the background superhero. But his power, his only power, is to combine animals into one animal. That's his power. Oh. Do you know who I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I he's like, it, like he, they brought him back for Batman: Brave and Bold. And Batman: Brave and Bold is a fantastic run of books and a great cartoon. It's all about Batman teaming up with the obscure heroes of the DC universe, yep. including this guy, whose name I fucking can't remember. Uh, and he's like Tarzan, and they just make fun of him because he's in a loincloth and he has a weird superpower. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end, uh, uh, it's important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so important. Uh, yeah, I had no right to pick on Chris. Um, <laughs> any other? No, that's all the websites for this week. Thanks. Can I tell you the story of a real hero, a real-life hero? Yes, please. Because yeah. Ma- I've referred Mark's Ron Barassi. <laughs> <laughs> For me, sometimes the hero moments are the small moments, the little fist pump moments. And one such, one such moment, I was a witness to I wasn't the hero. Back in Brisbane, um, uh, uh, when I was a, a kid, my grandparents came to visit from Melbourne and we took them out to a Chinese restaurant because there's nothing else to do in Brisbane. And the hero in this situation 
was the waiter who was he just did the coolest thing I have ever seen in my life. So he, my grandparents, right, are the whitest were they did, but they were the whitest of white people. They were just amazingly white, and. My, my tiny grandmother, she would go out to Chinese restaurants and she would only ever order one thing off the menu and this was it. She would order lemon chicken, no lemon. <laughs> <laughs> and without fail, the waiters would say, so just chicken. And she would say, yeah, I guess just chicken and some rice. So it's just like KFC, just some chicken, <laughs> fried just chicken. Some, some fried chicken. Um, and so she did that. We took her out to the to the Chinese restaurant, and and so this this tiny white Australian woman who can only who, who's lived in a country with Chinese people in it since she was born, but can only order lemon chicken without the lemon <laughs> at a Chinese restaurant. Um, the waiter brings it, and uh, and then she says to the waiter, "Oh, and I'll need um, I'll need a, a a knife and fork because I can't use chopsticks." And I think the waiter, who had already been put off the, on the back foot by the lemon chicken, hold the lemon, mm. went, no. <laughs> and she said, I, I beg your pardon. He said, no, I'm not having that. He's a young Asian guy, nice guy, Chinese guy. He said, no, I'm not having that. She said, what do you mean? <laughs> and my, you know, she said, but I can't, I can't eat it with the sticks. I don't know how they work. So he said, all right, took her chopsticks. And he, he had a rubber band in his pocket and he wrapped the rubber band around the chopsticks and he wedged a bit of paper um, in, in, into the, the bit with the rubber band so that it, it formed a kind of pincers out of the chopsticks. He said, what I've made for you is training chopsticks. You will use those to eat your chicken. I will be circulating and checking on you. <laughs> <laughs> and my... Bless her heart, my grandmother took the chopsticks from him and she tried and she used them to eat her meal. And he came over halfway through the meal. He said, How is that going? Because I will bring you proper cutlery if you want it. She said, No, no, I'm I'm using them, I'm doing it, I'm cool. She didn't say I'm cool. <laughs> and then at the end, at the end of the meal, she gave she gave him back the chopsticks and she said, Thank you. That was that was good. I it was good. I, I could use them. And he said, Keep those, practice with them. The next time we see you here, try to use them without the rubber band. And so he gave her the chopsticks just to increase her understanding of something that she was terrified to understand. How good's that? That's good. Good way. Next time did she order the, did she have the lemon with the chicken? Well, we didn't have the heart to tell the waiter that she didn't live there. <laughs> she, went, she went back to, to Melbourne and never visited that restaurant again. Yeah. But it was a beautiful moment. Waiter earned his tip that day although I don't know if we tipped him or not because I was a small child <laughs> uh, you didn't have any money I didn't have any money I hope we tipped him we should have tipped him mm. just made, made at least paid s- for the chopsticks <laughs> that's right <laughs> I have a feeling maybe he was fired <laughs> you can't give away our chopsticks <laughs> but I think that's not that little heroes yes day to day local heroes I mean that was what we did on um, Darren and Bros of course was oh, we had our yeah. unsung yeah. heroes that was our Oh, you go to YouTube <coughs> and you do a search for Man Bites God Unsung Heroes. Yeah, and they'll all be there. They'll all be there. <laughs> so do with we have some, to... Re- with re- some re- really bad haircuts. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Come on, it was the time. Yeah. It was the thing. We would just throw them together prior. That was the thing. It was live television, Channel 31. It was live television and we would meet... We were so arrogant yeah. that we would meet, what, 10 minutes before we were on and go, 
What are we singing? What are we going to talk about? Ten minutes, no rehearsal. Yeah. Live television. And it shows. How much have we learned since then? <laughs> okay, good point. Okay, that's a fair point, actually. Well, this isn't live. <laughs> it's true. It's we 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 edit. We put it off. Yeah. I think I might need some superhero strength to wheel in this wheel. Yeah. Hey, here it comes, the yeah. giant wheel. It's probably oh. my favourite segment at the moment. I like it because it, it's a torture device. It's got some visualisation to it, which I like. I'll put it over here. All right. So, Mark's Wheel of Heroism. Hey, we need a theme for Mark's Wheel. Yeah. Do you want to have a go at just Mark's Wheel? Do you want to have a go at singing a theme for Mark's Wheel? Yep. It goes... Chris is never going to remember that. Instrumental. Yeah. He's never going to... Do it again. Mark's wheel. I think it had less notes in it that time. <laughs> I can't wait to look at Chris next week and go, and now the theme for Mark's wheel. Is Chris looking blankly at me? Uh, Mark's wheel, it's real. <laughs> now, so you'll note on the wheel this week, we have, we have, we have two options. Uh, ah, yes. I do uh, note that. One is heroic. Yes. Heroic. And the other one is Less than heroic. Good. Oh, okay, cool. Chris, do you have that? Heroic, <laughs> less than heroic. It's one and two. Mm. Good enough. Okay, okay. I will spin the wheel now. Okay, spinning, spinning, stopping. It's heroic. Excellent, excellent. Good. <sighs> the other evening, a little old man was on my street near the train station. He stopped me as I was walking past and said he'd got on the wrong train and could I tell him how to get a train to Blackburn? So... Instead of just giving him directions, I said, I'll drive you to Blackburn. Wow. And I, I, got it, I got in my car. I brought my car up to him. And, and uh, I, 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 I drove him to his home in Blackburn. And he told me on the way he was Hungarian. His name was Andrew. And he was 90-something. <sighs> and he told me all about how he moved to Australia. And then he worked for some tyre company. And he, and he was a pretty... Um, pretty big wheel at the tyre company. Bang! (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, he was a nice guy. That's pretty cool. Were you going to Blackburn? No, I wasn't. I was going home. And and I said, no, I'll get... Because he was a little old man. That's nice. Little old man. That's genuinely genuinely heroic. I wish you had a suit. Is it wrong that I had a weird pang for the old man where I went, oh, you don't get in a car with a stranger. I know, (laughs) that's a bit dangerous. I mean, that's... (laughs) And have you seen how I drive? <laughs> yeah, well, that too. You could have fucked him to death. <laughs> Left him in a ditch. But he didn't, and that's why it's heroic. Heroic. Spin the wheel, Chris. All right. What's it? And what's that landed on, Chris? <laughs> Think about it. Not so heroic. <laughs> Close, Close enough. enough. <laughs> Close enough. One time, I spilled red wine on the white carpet of a rented apartment the night before an inspection. (laughs) (laughs) And then, after getting the worst of it out, I singed the carpet while trying to dry it with a hairdryer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's all right. And then I moved the couch forward (laughs) to hide it. (laughs) Made a new carpet out of a 90-year-old man. (laughs) All right, I spin the wheel. Spinning. Ooh, so Can you believe that even though it's a podcast, I'm doing the action I of spinning? Oh, it's landed on uh, 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 Heroic. Excellent. 
My friend's heavily pregnant wife became trapped in the bathroom when the lock on the door became jammed while a group of us were over at their place for lunch. After unsuccessfully attempting to dismantle the lock from the outside, I quick as a flash removed the louvered glass from the bathroom window and squeezed through and was able to unjam the lock using only brute force. Ah. Who is that masked man? I know. Who is that marked man? Yeah. That's Mark. Hi. Hi. (laughs) I'm James. That was a pretty little window, though. And it was up very high. And where did you get the brute force from? (laughs) (laughs) Rude, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, see that? Yeah. yeah. This is usually the nice guy of the group, but look at that. He's got some teeth. He should spin the wheel. All right. So you did the action as I well. I do it as well. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> What's it landed on? It's landed on heroic. No. Oh, no, I don't think it has, Chris. Oh, <laughs> no. It just tipped over to to not, not at all heroic. This is not the first time we've done this. I don't understand. Too busy writing instrumental tunes to get the premise. (laughs) Holy fuck. Today, I microwaved a pano (laughs) chocolat. But I put it in for probably a bit too long. And then when I bit into it, a volcanic spray of hot molten chocolate squirted out all over my hand. If you, this is a proper hero story, that would permanently disfigure you, yeah. and then you would become Pain O Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. That would be your evil villain name, yeah. and your your first adventure would be called Death by Chocolate. <laughs> That's not bad. This is good, actually. Pain yeah. of Pain O Chocolate. Yeah. Write that down. All right. I'll spin the wheel. Right. I didn't do the action that time. Right. It really it felt weird. Yeah. It's, oh, it's landed oh. on a oh, hero. While staying in a hotel in Singapore. The toilet in my room got jammed in the flush mode, <laughs> meaning that water was constantly cascading into the bowl. Quick as a flash, I dismantled the cistern and unjammed the mechanism, thereby allowing the cistern to fill, the water to stop pouring out, and I was able to sleep peacefully. Yeah. Uh, I think it was self-serving. Yeah, I agree. Um, That's a line ball for her. a toilet. For yourself. Yeah. Well, it wasn't my hotel. I I guess. True. (laughs) If you were... I didn't even mention it when I checked out. I think that was a liner. I think that was a liner. You did ask for 50 bucks. If Mark went to the Nuremberg Trials for Heroes, (laughs) come on, Your Honour, I fixed a toilet. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, Mark's wheel. The plumber. Mark's wheel. Oh, is that it? That's it. That's it. That's weird. You had an odd number this week. Yeah, I'm sick of it. Ah, fair (laughs) Well, well, wait, wait, we have to wheel the wheel out. Oh, yeah. Ah, good yeah. enough. Um, <laughs> that should be Chris's job. <laughs> or is I, that too I, much for you to remember, Chris? I did do it, didn't you, see? Yeah, Chris did it, or whatever. So uh, I, have a, I have a question. It's a it's a it's a quandary that I have, and I'd mm-hmm. like to throw it open to the floor to, to help me with the quandary. Mm-hmm. So recently at my house, there's been a few small uh, petty thefts. Oh, a mm. bike was stolen, and somebody broke into my car and stole some money. Really, really? At, at, at the place? Yes, and um, I mean they didn't quite break into my car. The uh, my 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 automatic locking system battery has been a bit flat, so it was it was actually unlocked. So they just opened the door, but yeah. they did get in and go through my it's stuff still and find some money. Mm. 
So Phoenix I, Kickball or whatever his name was would have apprehended him. Exactly. Ron Barassi, not available. Not available. And um, helping people on the highways. I was too so, busy fixing toilets. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Driving people to Blackburn. Yeah. With greater aplomb. Uh, um, like a hero. Um, so, uh, in, in, burning to my hand on compensate chocolate. for that. <laughs> <laughs> to compensate for that, I um I installed a little I installed a, a little time lapse camera just to see what was going on. <laughs> That's what I love about you, Chris. I'm not going to solve the problem. I just want to look at the problem. And I want to use technology. Yeah, yeah. I want to use I want to use a time lapse camera. Chris's answer to everything is a time lapse camera. I have no proof. I don't know who this person is. So and you think it's an ongoing? You think it's the same? I culprit? think it's the same person. So I thought I would I would record uh, the activity that went on, especially at night. Mm-hmm. And I discovered an uh, well, no, no, I discovered a very interesting thing. There was one moment where a car drove down the street at about six a.m. on a Saturday morning, went past our neighbor's house, leant out the window, took a photo of the house and drove on. Now, mm. here is my quandary. All right. Do I be the hero? <laughs> do, I, do I phrase it that way? Um, and approach my neighbours and say, I have this weird piece of footage of somebody taking a photo of the front of your house in the middle of the night on a Saturday night. <laughs> and uh, said, why are you filming the front of our house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, or do I let it go? I just let it go. Let it go. I quit while you don't think that is really weird? I think it's weird. I think it's also weird to be the guy next door who's filming the I'm front just of. Just photographing the front of my house. This sounds like a job for someone who can fix a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I well, I mean, the other option is I do get Barassi around. Yeah. Yeah. I get Barassi around. It's pretty weird, though, isn't it? It's weird. Isn't it's it? weird to do that. Why would you do it at six? But would it, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Man. It sounds like a David Lynch movie. To yeah. be honest, I know it really does. It's yeah. weird. It's kind of weird. It's Lost Highway. It's it weird. is. It is bizarre. Um, Next, a VCR tape's going to turn up. I know. Hey, Mark. I'm going to do a. Hey, ri- James. Hey, man. I'm going to do a written piece. Uh, okay. And I want music under this. Okay. I want it to be <laughs> stirring march music. Uh, right. Do that, yeah. you know, a call to arms, really, you know, mm. pomp and or circumstance, and that would start now. What is a hero? Hello, <laughs> my name is James Hazelden. I am not a guitar, but I have played one on television. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I will be talking about what makes a hero. It's a profound and complicated question. Is a hero someone who would dive from a burning plane into a burning building just to save a dead burning goldfish? Is a hero a healthy 23-year-old who donates all their vital organs to save the life of a 76-year-old convicted serial killer? Is it string? (laughs) Is it something to do with string? I don't know for sure. And what about superheroes? Superheroes are even better than regular heroes, which is fucking crazy. Many superheroes have sidekicks. Sometimes the sidekicks ride motorbikes. Many of the sidekicks' motorbikes have sidekicks. (laughs) So you can stand them up while you go off, fight a (laughs) supervillain. 
Sometimes when you're fighting an evil villain, superheroes use karate, front kicks, back kicks, and side kicks. <laughs> Some superhero sidekicks are psychics. <laughs> Amazing. But leaving behind the realm of parentless, gaudily dressed, maladjusted freaks, let's just focus on the regular everyday heroes. Despite the preceding sentence, the only thing regular and everyday about heroes are their bowel movements, and sometimes not even that. In many ways, my grandfather was a hero. Sure, he may never have parachuted behind enemy lines with two broken eyes in order to save nice orphans from evil puppies or vice versa. He may never have found the answer to cancer or the cure for some disease that rhymes with the word cure. <laughs> but according to my grandmother, in 50 years of marriage, my grandfather never once farted in bed. <laughs> He always left the room beforehand. Is that heroic? Is it anything? <laughs> Is it any string? Do we have any string? At the end of the day, <laughs> perhaps heroes are those ancient Egyptians who built those amazing pyramids. No, wait, that's pharaohs. Heroes, pharaohs, my mistake. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, oh that's very nice. Thanks. Excellent. And the music's stirring. Stirring, right? Yeah. It's a call to arms. Mm -mm. Get out there and be a hero, everybody. Like Ron Barassi, you're a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> Every living, loving critter feels a little bitter when he adds a little sugar to his life. Every brother, mother, sister. Every miss and every mister has an energy transmitter in the sugar that adds sparkle to his life. I have a play. Uh, I have a play and I'm going to read it. And you can either, which you'll probably err on the other side, but you, you can either oh God, replace, that's not a sentence. You can replace the uh, screen, the, uh, the, the stage directions with actual audio or you just leave me reading stage directions. Mm. I wonder you. which will be easier. <laughs> just read the stage directions. <laughs> a short play about heroes by Chris Tomkins. Age seven. <laughs> <laughs> Upbeat television talk show music plays. <laughs> we might be able to sort that out. <laughs> like the Mark's wheel thing. <laughs> I just feel like we put up with the wheel. Next up, we've got a very special guest. Please welcome to the studio, Superman. Audience applauds. So, Superman, thanks for coming on the show. I know you don't do many interviews, but I'll bet you've got some pretty amazing stories about being the man of steel. Superman depressed. <laughs> Yeah, it's not so great. <laughs> it seems Superman may have been drinking. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're a kidder. <laughs> Tell us what it is to like to live the life of a superhero. <sighs> okay, sure. Let me tell you about being a fucking superhero. The audience gasp, then clap. <laughs> Where to start? The hours are ridiculous. Like, crime occurs all the time, you know? It doesn't stop at 1am. In fact, 
things tend to really heat up around 3 a.m. most nights. Uh, that sounds frustrating. Then there's the media. They're constantly poking around trying to find out your secret identity. And if they can't, they turn on you and claim you're the bad guy. Okay. And don't get me started on the cops. These, these, the cops pretty much hate you for making them look bad all the time. And also the never-ending supply of indestructible supervillains with super evil, super ridiculous plans to destroy slash control the earth. Yep. The pay is non-existent. Oh, there's so much gratitude, but where's the coin, right? Great. Sometimes not even gratitude. Abuse, lawsuits, you never hear about it, but sometimes people don't even want to be saved or they want to be saved in a special way or you accidentally smash their priceless heirloom while saving them from a dangerous situation or, or perhaps you accidentally kill their partner during a particularly realistic sexual role-playing game. Plus, plus, you need civil airspace licences for flying, government privacy clearances for X-ray vision abilities, working with children, checks. But probably the worst thing is the insurance. Public liability insurance for superheroes is a fucking bitch. Apparently, the public are more in danger with me flying around, not less. Even my life insurance premiums are extraordinarily high. For someone who's indestructible, but they tell me where there's kryptonite, there's risk. So when you put it all together, being a superhero sucks giant fucking super balls. It makes me want to kill myself, but I can't do that either. <laughs> Superman begins sobbing. <laughs> okay, coming up next, Elijah Wood tells us about playing alongside Scarlett Johansson in his new movie. The audience applause. Theme tune plays. Superman takes a pistol out and aims it at his head and fires. The bullet ricochets off his head and kills the host. Black. Do you know why I don't like Superman? Because he's indestructible. He's indestructible. It's it like there's no. I mean, I know that there's kryptonite and there's weird raising the stakes things, but I mean, if you you, you choose super, you choose Batman over Superman every time because, oh no, a plane's falling to Earth. What's what's going to happen? Well, it's all right. Superman can catch a plane. Oh no, he's been shot by a billion trillion bad guys. What's going? Well, it's okay because he, he can be shot. It's just like like why the hell do I care about this weird freak? Yeah, I, I think the the uh, the weird thing about Superman too is I I I think he's strong. He's definitely strong. What about he's Superman? Indestructible, one? but uh, he, you know I I think he'd be a bit stupid. Yeah, you know. well, that's how he's put. What's funny is like because I'm a I'm a bit of a comic book geek and a, a yeah. bit of a superhero nerd. And what's funny about that is that over time, because of course you know in terms of um, postmodernism and, and metaism, if you like. Um, you have to you have to give a character flaws, otherwise yeah. they're not interesting as a character. So if you have an indestructible character, the main flaw you gi- you have to give him is he really pisses everybody else off. Yeah. Um, and in fact, in in stories like um, Frank Miller's uh, The Dark Knight Returns, which is a very seminal comic book work, um, people like the Green Arrow and uh, Batman, who in this story have it's it's set in the future, so they're they're in their fifties and sixties, and they're hunted by the government. They refer to a Superman who's just become a tool of Reaganistic America yep. as the Boy Scout. Yeah, like they and they just they're annoyed by yeah. Him. He's kind of the jock of superheroes. Yeah, he is. He's the he, yeah. He's all a strength, not much, not much going on upstairs. No, nah, nah, he's yeah. That's right. He, he's very idealized, and and which is, I mean, he's out of that idealized America. But now, in nowadays, the only way to process that is to go. He's from a bygone time. Like yeah. he mm. thinks in a kind of bygone way. Otherwise, there's nothing. Like if he was 
also smart. Oh, like he's not smart. If he was also smart, what the hell would be the point? Yeah, that's it. Whereas he's like a big missile, you just aim at shit. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, do you know what? You know Superman's uh uh thing that that makes him weak is his kryptonite. Yeah. Shards of meteor from his from his home planet. Yeah. Um. And it's so weird to create it. Like you read all these about all these superheroes, and they've all got these. They because you've got to have it. You've got to have something that hurts the superhero. Yeah. Do you know the Green Lantern's uh, uh, weakness? Uh, weakness? There, thank God you thought of that. It's <laughs> really reaching for that. Do you know the Green Lantern's weaknesses? No. The color yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go but, to a sunflower field. But he's part yellow because he's green. Yeah. I mean, the distinction yeah. is weird. The idea is that green symbolizes uh, hope and yellow symbolizes fear. Mm. I thought green symbolized naivety. Well, it does in this conversation. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's so that how weird is that? How bad? How mm. bad a, 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 a you know, thing? A if Mark, if yeah. Mark were a superhero, and by his own wheel, he seems to think he is. Yeah. Do you know what Mark's weakness would be? Uh, chocolate. I would say clowns. <laughs> <Hot and chocolate. laughs> yeah, it's true. It would be people ordering the same thing as me in restaurants. Yes. <laughs> so the Joker would defeat him every time. Every time. Yeah. Ah, ooh, ooh. Mm. Oh. For the council, he adds and subtracts and records the amounts till the clock strikes five, and he returns home to prepare for the night time to defend this city alone. Like a flash, and he's gone, like a spark, and he's there with his pearls round his neck and the wind in his hair, with nerves made of steel and a dress made of cotton. He hands out the justice and writes all that's rotten. The thieves, they all fear him, the thugs, they do too. He defends the defenseless and uses conditioning shampoo. like a woman and flies in the sky he's a modern day hero who's fighting for us so give him your seat when he gets on the bus he'll apprehend bad guys and take them to jail when crooks smell his perfume they start to turn pale he's this city's crime fighting dress wearing male his capes by chanel he bought it on sale he'd be here now but he just broke a nail
need a hero. I'm holding out for a hero till the morning light. You're yesterday's hero. <laughs> <laughs> That's as baffling a place as any. <laughs> to leave this episode of Theatre of the World. Mercy Boku <laughs> for ikutaying to this uh, uh, lovely uh, episode. Um, if you uh, want to know more about us, uh, theatreoftheworld.com, um, at T-O-T-W podcast on Twitter. Look us up on the Facebook. Uh, download us, subscribe to us. Just give us all of your attention. Do it all. Do it all. Uh, um, uh, until next we meet, um, I'm James. I am Mark. And I'm Chris. And remember, there's a hero that lives in all of us. Uh, and sometimes he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Find episodes and more at theatreoftheworld.com. He was... Uh, uh, no, my friend. <laughs> oh no! Mark is so excited. You, I've never seen Mark this excited. He's dancing like a little ballerina. Every episode we relate anecdotes, but I, Mark is jumping at the bit to get this crap out. Go on. This is man, 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 man. This is.